should have gone to the washroom before we started, but it's cool. Did you want to? You sure don't? No, you sure. I'm good. No, I'm I'm good. Let's go. All right. Speaking Welcome. of bathroom breaks. Speaking of bathroom breaks, I I don't have any real bathroom stories from the from the game jam. Sorry. Okay, but speaking um, of game jams. Speaking of game jams, I went to one of those, uh, the global game jam, which is the biggest one. I think I don't know. It was sixteen thousand plus people in like sixty some countries, um, and it is a forty-eight hour game jam, and it was at the university library, which was kind of cool. At least this this one here. There was like fifty people at mine. Um, I'm not sure really what to. I got kind of sick the first night. That was kind of awesome. Vicks. It's like this 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 lotion that you smear under your nose, and I hate the Vicks. fumes kind of make you feel good. You can also put it on your chest. Or your back, I guess. Oh, yeah, I put a bit on my chest too. Um, also, there was we had this uh, hydrator type thing that was liquefying it and turning it into this mist in the air. Um, but that's that's oh, all that tangential. So gross. It's great. It was like, um, yeah, I don't know, just these liquefier or something. It was anyway, medicine in the air. It was pretty awesome. But the actual game jam, uh, the theme this year was the sound of a beating heart. Um, what? which prompted a lot of different ideas. Uh, we got to have some cool conversations about Metal Gear Solid 2 and that laser microphone sequence. Do you remember that? Where you're trying yeah. to find the guy with the pacemaker? Yep. No, yeah. I don't remember that. It's been um, so awesome that game. Like, mechan- like weird mechanics, like trying to tap to keep the heart going and like all sorts of weird stuff. Eventually, the teams shook out in a really weird, awkward way, so it was just me and this guy named Scott who I met before at the IGDA meetings, he, he's got a game that he submitted to the IGDF called Type Attack. Uh, he's a big multiplayer fan, so we ended up making a multiplayer Cupid dual joystick shooter. Um, so how does that relate to... Oh, Heart, because Cupid? Is that the Hearts, game? yeah. Like, we had a much more like heart and healthcare and stuff-related idea that we just decided pretty early, like, this is too crazy for two people to make in like 48 hours, so we're just going to not do that. So was there, Which, like, a limit to the amount of people in a group? Like, why didn't you guys just join up with another group? Well, we like, he he really wanted to do this multiplayer thing, and we did end up being the only multiplayer game there, so that was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, no, there was no real limits to who was on what team. They left it really open, so you could join whatever team you wanted, which is good, because then everyone's sort of happy, but at the same time, it did mean we had, like, no artists. I don't know how to code. Um, so I was just kind of writing flavor text and like coming, like trying to collect images and stuff that we could use as placeholder art and dumb stuff like that. So I wasn't that useful, but he, he insisted I wasn't completely useless and I was helping. So I felt good about it. <laughs> that sounds so yeah. depressing. <laughs> I don't know. That's he, okay. You're he, he was either really nice about it or I don't know. Maybe I was helpful. I don't know. I felt Maybe. like I was helping. Okay. For most Great. of it. Um, and it, it was more just neat to kind of just be there amongst all these different teams doing wildly different stuff. Like, you'd hear weird stories about how a different game is developing. Or at one point, one team had this really, like, creative difference thing going on. Like, this huge rift between the group between, like, should we make the game easier? Or is it okay that it's hard? And, like, that's kind of the point of the game. And there was this big kind of conflict at, like, midnight or something on the second day. It was really cool to just see these weird like things happening um and you know food was provided and stuff so that was kind of nice what kind of food did uh, you get pizza sub sandwiches 
Um, they were very nice. Like, they had a, a box of fruit and, like, fruit juices and water and stuff as alternatives to some of the stuff. And there was a vegetarian option, vegetarian option for the sandwiches and stuff. I had tuna, but whatever. Um, they, they were kind of trying to cater to a wide variety of tastes and whatever. Sure. Um, but yeah, as for the actual thing, it was, it was, it was just neat to kind of be part of any kind of creative process like that. And the amount of cutting and changes you need to make just because of what happens, like, it's just like, you get your art back and it's kind of wrong. Like, it's just like, oh, we should have explained this better. Wait a minute. Let's make this our title screen. Like that kind of like stuff where we could repurpose art that comes back weird and just still use it. We also had a great physics glitch. I guess I should say, like, the game is available if any listeners want to look at this kind of weird, janky thing that we threw together. It's called Cupid Crusade. Um, we are one of, like, 17 Cupid-themed games, but you can just type in Cupid in the search on the Global Game Jam site. Um, it, it's, it supports game pads. It's multiplayer only, so there's, like, no real AI at all. It's horribly unbalanced, um, and it has a myriad of other weird issues that we were very keenly aware of, but we just kind of wanted to get four people doing something within that amount of time, and I think it came together okay. Um, yeah, some of the, like, I'm going to say, like, just briefly highlight the standout of our jam was probably this little game called Refract. Um, I actually wrote a piece on Pixel Response about kind of some of the highlights of the jam I saw, but yeah, Refract was kind of this rhythm puzzle game thing with, like, a really cohesive art style to that it. Sounds like, way they, better they than had yours. a bunch... No, I'm hmm? kidding. <laughs> wow, what a jerk what? thing to say. <laughs> what, what was that? Sorry. Oh, I said, that sounds way better than yours, but I'm kidding. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I'm trying to think what else to compare to. Visually a little bit like uh, Electroplankton or something, maybe? Like some of the elements of okay. that. It, it was neat to see. They, they had a bunch of artists on their team. So did you get a cool um, glimpse into game development? Yeah, like kind of a really fast-paced crash course in some of the things that may happen, and crunch time and whatever, like that kind of that kind of stuff. And also sleeping on concrete floors in libraries is just the worst. I should have brought a mat or something, but yeah, um, yeah, video games. We kind of made some, and that was cool to see. There, there were a couple others I, I saw. Like the the big one that seems to be getting a lot of talk is Surgeon Simulator. Um, I'm not sure if you've seen any hilarious gifs or something of that. That came out of the same thing. Okay. Um, not our team, not not Calgary at all, but uh, yeah, that that was that was floating around out there. Um, Jim Crawford, Frog Factions fame, he made one. Uh, that's that's again linked in the in the story I wrote on Pixel Response. I can't remember what it's. Oh no, the reason I don't remember what it's called. It's it's not. It's like an impronounceable title. I guess Broken Heart might be what it is, but it's a. Uh, a little kind of dash and then a slash through it and then a three. Like, it's a picture of a heart, really. But, oh, like yeah. less than three slash three? Yeah. it's or, it's sorry, it's less than like about, slash three? It's about juggling relationships and activities and stuff. Like, it's, it's again, kind of focused on, like, emotion, the emotional associations with the heart as opposed to actual heart beating stuff. Well, well, wasn't yours stuff also emotions? Because love, right? Cupid? Hmm? Yours was also emotions, right? Love? Uh, yeah, I guess ours did deal with the emotions of and like rabbits and wolves. So that, you, that you can also say it dealt with violence too, because you're technically just shooting things. You are shooting arrows, but they're heart arrows. I, I yeah, don't know. I would never think of Cupid as a violent. You heard it here first. Game. Nathan's making the next Call of Duty with bows and arrows. Bows and arrows. You're the Cupid bow. of duty, right? Yeah. 
it's a it's a new, fresh new take. Um, I guess the, the only violent aspect is you can pair a rabbit with a wolf, and then the wolf eats the rabbit. So that's a thing. So it's like but, that puzzle about getting wolves and rabbits over the river. Yeah, exactly. That actually came up in conversation over the course of developing it. It was like I think it was a rooster or something in that one, but whatever, same thing. There's variations on it, but yeah. Um. So yeah, that that was that was another point of. Not not inspiration really. We were, we were so is there, is there like the a idea. prize or anything for the end of this, or is it just like look what you guys did? Uh, at ours, it was very much just kind of like here, share the stuff you did. Cool, isn't that cool? Um, I, I'm hearing a lot from other jams like on Twitter and stuff. Like people are like, we won the Atlanta jam. We won in Arizona. And it's just like, oh, I guess they do judging and stuff. Like there's actually competitive angles on some of these, but it kind of depends on who's organizing it. I guess it's it's very much kind of just a like the global game jam site is just a place for a bunch of different organizers and stuff to assemble and take part in this bigger thing like we had our own kind of local sponsorship and all this stuff um which is pretty weird but yeah at least we got food out of it but um yeah that was that was the game jam do you you want to talk about other video games i would i would love to on this video game podcast this video game podcast called Top Down Perspective. Um, we're recording at the very end of January. It's January 31st, uh, yep. 2013. Um, maybe Happy Groundhog Day or something, or almost. When's when Groundhog Day? Almost Groundhog Day. It's the second. Feb- that's February second, oh, okay. so it'll be up before that. But should be. Yeah, watch that movie. It's it's really good. Um, I am joined as always by uh, John over here, Yo. and Sean. I'm over here, and my name's Nathan. Um, Great. Let's yes talk about some games. Um, I have a long list of stuff, but I'm just gonna. I guess I'll leave those. Um, I'm gonna go. Like I know I always because I don't. It's the mystery, but I'm gonna go with Sean. I'm gonna ask what he's doing this time because I want to know about. I actually am curious about one of these, but okay. Go ahead. All right. Um, can you remind me what my list is? Because I'm not looking at my computer. Uh, Gunstringer Dead Man Running. Right. Let me tell you all about Temple Run Gunstringer Edition. Is that uh, basically what it is? That's entirely what it is. Oh, okay. That was the one I was curious about, maybe less now. But is it <laughs> co- is it Connect uh, so related in any way? Isn't this on the PC? This is PC, so it is just. I'm I'm assuming it would have to work on like a like a Surface tablet or some kind of Windows 8 touchscreen one. Similar oh, to Temple yeah. Temple Run, obviously, right? Yeah. Um, but okay. I just have it on my PC. No no touchscreen monitors over here. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, so it just controls with the, uh, uh, arrow keys and then spacebar is shoot when there's a random thing on the side. And what makes me think is there's touchscreen is randomly, if you'll get, you'll get to a like a, a straight stretch and this camera will kind of turn a little bit to show you beside you a little and you can shoot bad guys. But on the PC version, the one I was playing, it just highlighted them immediately, and I hit spacebar, so it was almost just like, hit the button when I say hit the button, and it wasn't really a challenge. So I'm assuming normally you'd be tapping on the bad guys and having to aim at them and whatnot, but I'm not Mm -hmm. 100% sure. Is there any of that Twisted Pixel humor in there? Uh, Not really. There's like no narrative. It It is Temple Run. Okay. There's no kind of wavy tube men in there. Or no, not that I saw. I only played through World One and beat that boss. Okay. But, um, so for those who don't know what Temple Run is, it's it's an endless runner, but it's from behind the back. So it's yeah. a lot of like jumping over boxes and turning corners quickly when you have to. Mm-hmm. So literally like Temple Run. 
It, yeah, like I said, it's it, this is Temple Run, so but they made it with Gunstringer. But with three which, different. To be fair, Gunstringer was basically like a rails shooter, so it fits. Yeah, but it's more just running now and ju- dodging stuff as opposed to uh, shooting as much as you did on the Connect version. Because I do like Gunstringer, but this was just kind of boring. But it, you know, it was you know free points and uh, it's a free to play game, so there's lots of buy. You know, there's two versions of currency: one you earn, the other one you pay for. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was free, so that's why I picked that up. I don't, I don't think it's free anymore. Oh, it was just a promotional launch thing. Okay. Because, yeah, I Temple Run... I don't even Run, know if it was a launch I think thing. I, I think it's got, been out for a little bit. I think I got the original Temple Run for free, but the Brave one cost a couple dollars or something. People like that Brave one. I've heard good things about it. Yeah. But then again, people also really like Temple Run, so... Right. So there yeah. might just be a difference of... Well, you know, I don't mind runners as a thing. I was I was playing a bit of Cannibal again like the original well not the original but an old one i would now. recommend if you're going to spend time on runners uh that rayman one is cool okay well it has like levels and endings and stuff right so yeah and so does this uh so does gunstringer it, it has levels and, and it has worlds and whatnot and like i said bosses yeah so it's a little different but the core gameplay is is it's a it's temple run mm-hmm. okay so check that out if you are if you desire. I yeah, know. I wouldn't recommend it, but... yeah. Okay, so don't. don't. I think it's normally like 10 bucks as well, so I, I, I would not recommend it. Oh, yeah. Just play the original Gunstringer, I guess. Get the Wavy 2. Yeah, game. I would recommend that. Okay. Um, And yeah, up next, are you looking at your list now, or should I keep... No, I'm still looking at my TV. Okay, you were playing uh, this rather lengthy JRPG um, with uh, Level Oh, right, yeah. So yeah, let's yeah. check in with, with Nino Kuni. Nino Kuni Wrath update. Of the White Witch. Mm-hmm. One thing I want to fix that I said last week. Okay. Is I was under the impression that the familiars you get were more like allies at specific times. I was yeah. wrong. It is like Pokemon. You find them in the world and you get collect them. Right. Okay. You want. Um. So you fight guys, and if you weaken them enough, then there is a percentage chance where you can. Uh, I don't know. Uh, tame them, is what they say. And I'm about to die. Not good. I'm oh, playing it right okay. now. So it's it's pretty real-time combat then, hey? It's not yeah, ATB yeah. type um, stuff? You can pause driven. the combat to do like inventory stuff. Can you like, queue up some actions or anything? Or No, no, it's you pick your attack and then your guy will attack for a couple seconds and then you pick what your next thing you want to do is. But you can cancel that like the, his attack animation, like his five second attack thing, and to do something else if you do want, but it's not mm-hmm. fast enough to make it like real time. So, and you 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 are with a party. Like I got three people in my party now, and they completely fight on your own. You can't really make them do stuff, but you can change the tactics to be like, I want you to focus kind of on healing, but you're still I'm not controlling you. Right. Okay. Are you are you enjoying it still? So it's I am pretty... I am enjoying it. Uh, it's definitely grindy. That's that's kind of all I'm doing right now is just playing fighting enemies, trying to level up, because the last couple of boss fights were, were hard. Okay. But I've gotten a pretty good team, and, uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I, I, I do want to see it through, so we'll see how that goes. I, right now, I think I'm, I'm, lit- I died. I'm about 18 hours in. Okay. So last time, I think it was around four, I'm 18 now. Hmm. Uh, I guess, no yeah, I've sight. heard some anecdotal discussion about like some grind heavy combat, but apparently there's a lot of depth there if you really look for it in terms of stuff you can pull off with your 
familiars I'm, and whatnot. I'm not seeing that a ton. I am picking up on some other things, like if you if you do a good um, leveling a degree of like blocking attacks, and you if you block a whole bunch, little uh, helpful orbs will kind of spurt off of your enemy, and you can pick them up like healing orbs or magic orbs. Oh, okay. And if you and if you do enough of that, like if you combo enough of those coming up, you'll get like a, a super orb. That mm-hmm. I thought kind of just came randomly, but no, you can make it come, and that'll let you do like a super attack. Okay. Um, so I am picking up more of the combat. Um, it's still definitely not my favorite combat when it comes to a JRPG. That would go to a Tales game for sure. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm enjoying my time with it. Uh, at this point, I barely ever see anything Studio Ghibli. Mm-hmm. Um, that's definitely front loaded. Um, I think in the, oh, you're saying like the animated cutscenes and everything. Right. Like I think that's, in that's the last week, I've seen seat. maybe three in the 14 hours I've played. Right, and okay. they're usually like thirty seconds long. Hmm. Gotcha. Um, uh, John, I forget. Were you already <clears throat> invested in this? Did you pick one up? In or... Nino Cooney? Yeah. I've been debating it, but I have not picked it up yet. Okay. Just seems like it might be your cup of tea, but kind kind of is. Sure. But at the same time, I haven't really been into a JRPG in a while. Okay. Fair enough. So yeah, that's this why is a hesitation. long one. Like like I said, I'm maybe halfway through at most. Mm-hmm. Most of the, most of the RPGs I get into lately have been uh, handhelds. Oh, okay. Um, but let's talk spe- about the big yeah. release of this week. Speaking of handheld RPGs, there's a pretty big one, and I'm assuming John is up on this as well. Sure, probably, am. probably you are a ahead lot more of the game than I am. on this one. I have not Canadian? been playing it much. Wait, uh, is Fire this out Emblem yet? Awakening. Okay, is uh, this out in the states or we no? Got it not early? Uh, random places it is, but for the most part, uh, it seems like it was mostly a Canadian mistake. So. Mostly just Canada has this currently, and, like, Japan. Right. And it and seems just EB Games, I was see- hearing. I had a couple people say, like, yeah, the random places in the U.S. seem to have it, but the vast majority were like, no, it's not out here yet. I'm and assuming that's because those places heard about the Canada thing, and they're like, okay, well, we're doing it. Maybe. Right, like, if a GameStop was like, yeah, for some reason we're doing it, so maybe you should do it, too. So, um... And of course, John, you'll probably of... talk more about this than me. I've only completed the first two levels, so I think I've completed the prologue now. Uh, I'm at the exact same spot. I was just playing it actually. Oh, have great. we said the word? Have we said the words "Fire Emblem Awakening" yet? Yes, or... I did. Yes. Okay, yeah. sorry. I was... Okay, okay. Um, did either of you play on super easy mode? I'm no. playing on hard and classic mode. I'm Damn. playing on normal right. and classic. Okay, so people are dying left and right. It's all your fault. Weight of well, they can, but I won't let that happen. Okay, okay. Because my meta game, when it comes to Fire Emblem, is finish the game with everyone and collect every unit you can. Mm-hmm. So, John, how's the progress going so far on hard mode? Uh, pretty good so far. I think I've only been hit once, if even. So, so far, it doesn't seem that yeah, different. Yeah, but you've from played standard... two prologue levels, so the yeah, tutorial. exactly. Okay, but you're running a pretty tight ship so far. Cool. So far, I mean, I've only got four troops so far. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I, it looks great. I love it. It's what I've played, it, it's Fire Emblem. So lots I love of cutscenes. Actually, good voice acting for once. Did you ever play Path of Radiance? That's the GameCube one. Yes. Yes, I did a long time ago, and I just didn't. I didn't like that game. I don't know if it was because I preferred on handhelds, it but I never finished the handheld. That one. Uh, but do you remember how bad the voice acting was in that? Because it was that pretty was so bad. Uh, did you play the Wii one? Wait, Radiant Dawn? No. Oh. 
Right. Uh, I own that one, and I understand that's where they introduced casual mode, which I didn't know that was a thing until this game. Yeah, no, I, I was the same thing. I didn't realize that. I was like, oh, hey, finally a mode where not everyone dies instantly. That, Oh, that's good. And then went to ca- classic anyways. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm like... I'm not. A, I wouldn't say I'm offended, but I just don't play casual mode. That sounds terrible. No, the reason it's there is to entice more people to try out the game. Because if there's less pressure, then it's not as stressful for people to play. I and guess. And if you're saying but... like the cutscenes are good and there's good story, like you could enjoy parts of it without that. You know, you just kick back and enjoy some medieval. But it's like if you, why don't you just play a different strategy game or any other? I don't know. Japanese looking game. But is is that part of the like the whole thing is you want to barely scrape through is that the That's what I'm saying. Or... So like why why even choose casual? Like I don't understand kind of who that's serving. I don't know. P- portable audience who wants to play some 3DS stuff. But they have other game, choices. Game of Thrones fans or something maybe. It's just like, "Hey, you like that swords and stuff? We got this other thing." It's kind of like that. Don't worry about it. I guess I, I I'm not. Know. I'm not offended. This there, it, like that's totally fine. Put it there. I just, you know, I'm. I can ignore it, and I'm doing that. I'm playing mm-hmm. on classic. It's just that was such like a key thing. Is you know, I'm going to scrape by, basically perfecting every. Single was that level. in the Japanese version too? Do we know, or is that? Oh, I have no idea about the Japanese versions. Okay, I'm just wondering if it's just a feature or if it's kind of like. I seem to recall there was weird difficulty balancing changes in, like, Devil May Cry 3. I think it went the other way, though, where it was harder here or something. Yes. Yeah. Um, but, okay. All right. I also I, don't understand I, I, why I, 3DS uh, game boxes still say playable in both 2D and 3D mode. How is that not known? Wait, what? Like, if you it look at a, you can turn a, it off, a 3DS game box, in the bottom, on the front, it says playable in both 2D and 3D. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand how you how who who doesn't know that. If you I think they just have to state that for people who don't understand that. I that's not saying it's on every official Nintendo that? released game. Right, but who doesn't well, know says, that? Well, it says 3D all over the box, and then you're just like, wait a minute, I don't like 3D at all, and it's just like, oh, okay, good. Huh. Because any game could conceivably be someone's first game. So they're they're looking at okay, maybe I'll pick up a 3DS. Oh wait, I don't like 3D, so I'll go look at its games. Well, you're just like, but man, I really like that Ocarina of Time. You'd if be, only you'd, it was you'd be in surprised 2D. with some consumers. It is legitimately possible. Like think back to some of the weird questions we'd get in retail. Like it's it makes sense. Like that that serves somebody. It's sure. Like, I, can I get the Mario on the Xbox? Like that, you know. That crowd needs to know. I guess so. Oh, that, I yeah, just, anyway. I just wish that, like, at this point, they knew. But you're right, Mario on the Xbox. That there will always be someone who doesn't get it. Mm-hmm. That, that, hopefully, that's not doesn't sound condescending. It's just that that it's kind of a known thing within the gaming circle. But okay, so I've I've barely played any Fire Emblem. Does is there any kind of story continuity over all of them, or is it like each one out is kind of its own thing? It's kind of its own thing. Sometimes it'll be like, oh, you're the kid of that guy? Well, that's cool. The end. So, like, there's some larger universe ties or callbacks? Yeah, like. for the most part. Okay. And only sometimes then. Otherwise, it'll be like, oh, it's a whole new world and a different continent. I don't even know if it's part of the world. Whatever. Mm-hmm. No Marth or that other guy? Roy? Um, 
No. They're kind uh, of I think well, they're actual DLC, though. No. There are some characters that are DLC from the other games I saw. Well, yes, but... Like, did you get the art book when you got your game? No. Okay, well then, maybe I shouldn't say that then. Never mind. Oh, there's spoilers in the art book? Yes, uh, a decently big one, actually. Oh, weird. Okay. All right, well, don't say it. I, I won't guess, say yeah, we'll it. I can keep quiet about that. I can type it out later, or we can say it off off recording. Okay. But <laughs> uh, if you've been paying attention to some of the information about the game, you might know what it is right off the bat. All right. Mysteries. Since we're already talking about games, John's playing. Uh, what what else happened this this week? Uh, well, besides Fire Emblem, which I only started playing today because I've been busy editing. Mm-hmm. I continued playing Sonic the Hedgehog 2006 for the Xbox 360. Nice. Much to is, everyone. Is the one that came out on. right beside it on That's the awesome. PS3? Was that just a PS3 version or was it a different one? PS3 version, which apparently was worse. Oh, okay. Like frame rate wise and loading times. Frame rate wise, loading times, even more glitches apparently. The camera, like the the main issue you seem to have highlighted is just this game would would almost actually be good if it wasn't for this camera. I, I still I don't know if I'd go good, but yeah, it would be much better. Okay. Because, like, the Sonic campaign seems to be the best of the three, more or less. Then Shadows is alright. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, I, I kind of like Shadows a tiny bit better. Because Does he have no... pistols? Is he, like, shooting? No, no up? guns, but oh. he has vehicles. And although half the time the vehicles are useseless. Okay, okay. Great. And, uh, <laughs> Sounds awesome. Well, I mean, like, they're there, but you don't even need to use them, is what I mean. Okay. And then there's Silvers, which I started playing the other day. And Silvers has some really stupid things to it. First off, he doesn't have a homing attack, like... So you can't, like, double-tap a button to attack someone? Do the jump attack, yeah. No. Silver has to uh, use his psychic powers to pick up objects nearby to throw at enemies or grab bullets being shot at him by the enemies to throw back at them. Oh, it's like Magneto or something. That's awesome. Yeah. Who is Silver? Silver Silver the Hedgehog. I was about to ask. I was pretending I was all cool and I know who Silver is. I don't remember that. Silver was made for this game. Oh, okay. Okay. Is he in any of the other Sonic games? Uh, he's in... Like, Sonic Because he's Air not Ride in Sonic's or... Racing. He's in Sorry, Sonic no Rider, Sonic or not Sonic Riders. Uh, what was that? The two PSP Sonic games that were racing. Like, foot racing. Um, that's... Sonic Rivals? Rivals, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so he was in those, or at least one of them. Awesome. Uh, what, what's, the, what's the air surfing one called? Is it Riders? Right. Riders. Not, he wasn't in so Riders, riders yeah. but he might okay. have been in Free Riders. Okay. Sorry, I said Air Ride. He is not in that game. So nope, that is yeah. Kirby. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. Um, so post 2006, though, you'll see Silver pop up here and there. And uh, I, I have a feeling he shows up at some point, maybe in Gen in Generations. Okay. And like maybe in the background. Yeah. Because I don't remember seeing him in the 3DS one though. Although he might have been at the ending photo. All right, but how is he as a character beyond the targeting issues? As a character, he's kind of eh. Okay. I almost get Nero syndrome when I uh, refer- think about him, but okay. what does that even mean? Well, uh, DMT4. Four. So he's like, that he's technically fine, but he just doesn't matter. Kinda, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, okay. Especially considering the ending of the game, which I know what it is before going into it. Mm-hmm. All right. It's so dumb. <laughs> but still... I'm, still, I'm still enjoying it. It's just that meter is slowly falling down the more I play it. Because right. each player plays worse, and I've I've heard horror stories about the final stage in the game, like not mm-hmm. like where you play as everyone. So, so like Sonic Heroes. Not Sonic well. Yes Heroes. and no. That was that that was cool. 
kind of conceit anyway. I never actually played it. Eh, yeah. Heroes was alright. Team of three. But okay, like, are you just playing through at this point because that's what John does? He finishes video games? Or did you stop enjoying it a while ago? Or uh, I'm still getting some enjoyment out of it. It's just every now and then there's a point that just frustrates the hell out of me. Like, with Silver, there uh, I got to the end of the stage where you have a physics puzzle. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, those are already great. You have to push this giant cue ball to the end of a, a, a hallway. Like, it's a hall, you push down hall, one hall, then you turn to the left and push it down the other hallway. And it has to go in this specific pit. Mm-hmm. And by doing that, you open the final door. But, uh, it is so hard to control that ball that it probably took me nine or ten minutes attempting to do it legitimately. <sighs> failing, failing, and just saying, fuck it, and doing the Wait. shortcut. How do you fail? Like, does the ball break? There, or there's roll a bunch elsewhere? of pits all along the way. There's a bunch of pits. Oh, so you can you can drop the ball. You can literally. also only like, yeah. move okay. the ball. I think ten times, and then it mm-hmm. disappears. All right, that sounds pretty terrible. And yeah. keep in mind, the way I'm describing it probably makes it sound easier than it actually is. It is like you you push it, and then it just flings in whatever direction you were aiming at, and then the ground is a little bouncy, so it might fall into a pit or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's it's uh, it's a bad physics puzzle. Okay. There, there's a shortcut to completely skip it, and I wanted to give it a legitimate shot first before I use the shortcut, but I had to cave and do the shortcut. Hmm. All right, there you go, Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, find it in your local. So you haven't used finished it, right? In... No, I'm. Well, if I'm in Silver's campaign, I've already finished Sonic and Shadows. Okay. Uh, Silver's is I'm only about I think twenty percent through. Okay, so I'm, I'm probably forget, three quarter. I'm like three quarter of the way through the game. Okay. So are you just gonna go down the whole trail like Sonic and the Black Knight or whatever that was Fuck called? Fuck no. Black Sword. Black Knight I heard was abysmal, and I hated Secret Rings. Like I enjoyed Secret Rings at first, and then it just got to a point where I was like, okay, I can't walk backwards, and I'm stuck against this wall because I screwed up this one point. But Bioware um, did Black Knight, right? No, no. no that's you're the... thinking uh, Dark Brotherhood. That was actually a good game. Is it actually called Dark Brotherhood? I'm pretty sure the Sonic RPG. What? But that's... Okay. Hold on. Okay. Before I forget, there is a boss in Nino Kuni called Porco Grosso. Wow. Nice. There you go. Also, that's this just reminded me of old games. I looked up Advance Wars on Amazon to see how much those would cost. Mm-hmm. All except one of them are $100. For Jeez. GBA and stuff? For the, yeah, for the, two of the, two on, on GBA and one was on the DS, all of them cost a hundred, and then there was, I think, another one on the G- DS that was not a hundred dollars. Wait, except one of them, w- was that one Advance Wars 2? No, that one was a hundred dollars. Sweet! Uh, yeah, I think it's probably Days of Ruin. I yeah, can't I have that I don't one. exactly remember, so. People don't seem to like Days of Ruin, looking back on it. Because it was too it, serious. But that, the one that wasn't was still like forty-five. Huh. Alright. Yeah, and I looked it up. It's Sonic Chronicles The Dark Brotherhood. That's the Bioware yeah, RPG. So, yeah, I was mainly thinking, like, thinking of it as Sonic Chronicles, but yeah, the subtitle is indeed The Dark Brotherhood. I never did play that game. I but, heard it was alright. Alright. Um, okay, so Sonic, still, still, you know, qualified. I'll, I'll probably have it finished for next week. I don't know. I have to play... Uh, well, you better. I have, to finish, <laughs> I have to play Parasite E for Retro Kill Screen, so I've got to make sure I'm able to talk about that. Just the first one, right? Yep. Okay. Are you guys still doing Die Hard Arcade or? I've I've been that so many times. I don't need to worry about it. Okay. You're, I can you're talk. Die Eve, the one that has that that PSP third birthday. Yes. Okay. 
and it plays different from the first two, from what I've heard. Is that? Could you describe that as survival horror? What kind of game is that? Like RPG? I, I don't think survival horror per se. It's like a action RPG in a way, from what oh. I've heard. Like I, I, I keep in mind, I've not played it yet, so I cannot give my. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't opinion. really. Other than that general era, like the box art and stuff, I remember seeing around, but I've never played it. But yeah, Square Soft. It's called then. the Cinematic RPG. Uh, a the chilling c- adventure that could only come from the creators of Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a popular bit of business. Is that or is that the only other game you played? Uh, uh, I also played <gasps> Adventure Time. Hey, Ice King, why'd you steal our garbage? Right. Do you watch that show? No, but I keep meaning to. Oh, okay. Why did you play this game then? Because I heard it was a good game, and I have like a passing interest in Adventure Time, so. But isn't it kind of banking heavy on like references to the show and stuff? Yeah, or? a little bit. It's not that hard a game, and it's not that long a game because it's a way forward game. Okay. Are they the Contra Four people? Who, yes. Who is that? Okay. And Shantae and uh, that two D Blood Rain game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mighty Switch Force and a bunch of other stuff. Mm-hmm. All their games are great, but they're all short games. That's my only issue with Way Forward. Okay. Um, is is this the 3DS one? Isn't it on both platforms? Yeah, it's on DS and 3DS. I played the 3DS one. Okay. How's how's that? What, uh, it was what good. I really enjoyed it. Is it a platformer? Yeah, it plays like uh, Zelda 2, I think, is the biggest comparison to it. Oh, weird. Like, you know how okay. you're walking around on like the overworld, and then like a shadow will appear moving around, and you can fight enemies if you touch it? And then you go into an action stage? Yep, that's exactly what happens in this game. Amazing. Okay. That's that's kind of cool. It is plays there like dungeons? A... Yeah. Really? There's four right. dungeons. Okay. It's a, it's a fun little game, and I guess, yeah, Sean's right, it banks more on like knowing the show well like i've only ever seen like the original short nathan said that i did say that but okay um the original short okay i'm not overly familiar is that on the first season dvd somewhere i don't know I, I don't sean you'd be able to answer that maybe i don't i don't know but you know I, okay. I like adventure time the first season that i've seen okay i have kind of mixed feelings on it but yeah i don't know i like one or two of those episodes were pretty good. Yeah, but, but yeah, that game is fun, and that it has like the catchiest theme song I've heard in a while. It, uh, yeah. Oh wait, like the actual show theme song? No, like the game. The game does a remix of the show's theme song and adds a bunch of lines to it. And I had it stuck in my head for like days. Like we'll go to very distant lands and all that. Okay. Jake the dog, Finn the human. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um. All right. I think there's a bunch of later season stuff that I just don't know about, so I won't even ask about it. Like, there's like some sort of game console character. Is oh that yeah, that's in the first season. That's he is? BMO. Okay. He's your uh, he's your menu in this game. Ah, okay. I yeah, I can't really ask specifically. Like, how does it you know deal? Like, is the Ice King cool? How, how the Ice King's the him? the bad guy. It's is right in Tom the title. Is Tom Kenny's voice in it? I guess or is the voice acting there? Uh, some of it. Like uh, some of Finn's lines are there, and some of Jake's lines are there. So you'll okay. hear a bit of John DiMaggio. Sweet. The word so for... slam a cow is said a lot, along with uh, mathematical. Yep. Adventure time. Sounds yep. about right. In stores now. And that's um, all I played. Wait, you finished it though, right? Yeah, no, I finished it twice, actually, because it gives you a new game plus. How, like, you're saying way too short. How short is that? Like two hours, three hours? If I legitimately wanted to, I probably could have beaten that game four or five times in one day if I was committed enough to play it that much, because that... That's how like short it is. Like the first time took me, I, I want to let's say three hours for argument's sake. 
Yeah. The second playthrough, because it, uh, it's all the same text, everyone's slightly harder, but you're still powered up if you got everything in your first run, and you still have all your items. So the New Game Plus and type business. Probably yeah. only took an hour and a half. Do they do the Zelda 1 thing, where there's like new dungeon type no. business? No, all the dungeons are the exact same. Okay. And in fact, it's it's almost easier when you do the uh, the hard run mm-hmm. because anytime you would have gotten like a power upgrade to upgrade like your health, your speed, or your attack, you instead get a powerful weapon called the Bomba. Okay. And if you hit an enemy with that, it can do upwards of like a hundred damage. Hmm. And your sword slashes normally do about six. Oh, okay. So yeah, it it speeds up boss fights boss fights a lot. Well, yeah, that's it for me. All right. Um, speaking of Zelda games, I played a lot more of Phantom Hourglass. Ooh. Um, I am close currently. To hmm. Close to finishing. I I am close to getting the second pure metal, which you need to make a sword so you can fight the final dude. Um, so I think I'm on dungeon five of six. Seems to be the way it's going. There's only six. I thought. Isn't there always eight? I didn't finish. No, the, I remember Phantom Hourglass having less than usual. Yeah, oh, there, okay. there's the three fairies that I, I've collected, and then there's talk of three um, medals. And there's also, like, other bonus islands and stuff that I've been looking into, um, often with minigames. One of them is shaped like a DS, which was kind of weird. Um, I don't know, I like I maybe two meta jokey, but whatever. Um, I'm still generally enjoying that game. Uh, oh, I guess, sorry. There are six dungeons, and then there's the stupid, huge, like, Ocean King one, which is so big. Um, so that is the seventh dungeon, and it is very, very big. I think I'm like 12, 13 floors deep in that thing. There is a checkpoint, but it kind of saves your time to get to that checkpoint, and then you don't reset the, you don't get your Phantom Hourglass reset when you go to the checkpoint. You lose that time every time. So I think I have a pretty good first run to get to that point. I think that's seven floors down or something, so that stuff's getting slightly less headache-inducing, but... They're also ramping up the difficulty of the dudes that you're hiding from, and there's ghosts now. It's just, I still don't like that central dungeon as a thing. It's like this annoying obstacle I have to deal with after every temple before I can go to the next temple, which is actually fun. So, yeah, it's too bad. The one I'm on right now, though, is kind of cool. There's a bunch of pyramids um, on this island, and you had to... It was almost like a mini... Like challenge, like it was almost a dungeon of in its own way to get to the proper dungeon. So it was it was kind of a cool thing. Um, I didn't quite finish that one though, but yeah. And I don't know, they're doing cool stuff with the dual screens. Like there was a boss fight where he's looking at you in first person, and you have to shoot at yourself, like at the screen with an arrow and everything. And I don't know, they're doing some neat stuff. Less yelling at the DS is happening, which is probably oh, wait, also good. Do you mean good. boss fight kind of like in a in like God of War where you pinch the guy's eyes, but you're the guy? Kind of like that, but... Oh, that, that's always cool. Yeah, that's that's a neat camera trick they're doing. Um, so yeah, I, I'm generally really still enjoying that game. I'm, I'm, I think I'm at this point where I'm I'm going to finish it. Um, then I played all right the... into Spirit Tracks or something, or take a break? I've been actually looking into... Uh, we were, we were, we, after the game jam, we went and talked with the uh, guys who made Crunch. Um, it's, it's this kind of cool side-scrolling game. And he like I heard some really good stuff about Skyward Sword, so I've been looking into acquiring that because maybe I was wrong. Maybe I should look into that. I don't know. I, I maybe like I'll Skyward like Sword. it. You liked it, or I do. Yeah. Yeah, I just I, like every, it's just been a thing. People say like the first couple hours, it's not very good, man. But 
once he gets going, like this, this was kind of late temple stuff that was being described. It's like this ocean of desert that then there's a time distortion thing or something. Yeah. Time crystals. It sounded kind of neat. So I don't know. I might, I might look into some other Zelda related business after this game. I don't know about spear tracks. I'll probably put the DS on hold for a while or play something else. But uh, yeah, it's definitely rekindled that fire a little bit. Um, then I played a bunch of game jam games, uh, Cube Crusade, Refract, the Heartbreak one. Heart Attack was kind of this uh, 3D tunnel like rhythm game where blood cells and stuff were spawning in time with the beat and you were shooting them and going through this vein and trying to get to the heart or whatever. It's kind of hard, but it was kind of neat to see how... This was another Calgary Game Jam one. It was neat to see how 3D projects came together and they put bump mapping on and everything. It looked pretty nice. Um, right. Then I played uh, a couple of Kyle Pulver's games. I played Snapshot a little bit more. Uh, that's the puzzle camera thing with the robot. Okay. Um, I still like the look and stuff of that game, but I was just getting really frustrated with some of the puzzle stuff. I just kept falling, and then it's like, well, the stuff I need to photograph is up there now, so I just need to reset the whole stage, because it's not within range. Like, just kind of weird stuff. I ended up doing this same stage a couple times, and I'm told there's some cool cool business the further you go, but I haven't I haven't gotten there yet. Um, I I want to like it, but it's been kind of preventing super enrichment. Like, did either of you guys play it? It came in a couple, like, uh, bundles and stuff. Humble bundles. Uh, I might have it then. I think uh, you might have it if you picked up uh, Humble Bundle 7. I think it was a game in there. Then, yeah, I I think I have most Humble Bundles, so I should have it then, yeah. Yeah, like, maybe I'm just, I don't know, I need to just get a the feel for the platforming and stuff, but I played his other game, Offspring Fling, today. I like that a lot more. That was the one that was at uh, PAX, like the Mega Booth or whatever. Was one of the that was in 10. a bundle as well. They added it to the most recent Humble Bundle. Yeah, it was, so. it was a bonus game in that one. So, y- y- like, yeah. That that one is also a puzzle platform, but it just has, like, really tight jumping, and it's it's very clear what puzzle, like, the puzzle is and stuff. It's... I don't know. It it seemed pretty cool. And you're, you're uh, kind of... I don't want to say Pikachu-looking thing, but you're kind of a Pikachu-looking thing, um, and you have little rodent critter, like, babies that you're kind of using to... Well, you're collecting them and getting them to the exit. Um, and yeah, it's it's a simple, kind of fun little thing. I just got the... redeemed the proper Steam code for it, though. I was playing uh, just a direct download from it, but whatever. Um, I don't know if there's Steam achievements or whatnot, but I'm going to look at that a little bit more. It doesn't seem very long, but maybe those puzzles get pretty daunting later. Uh, they were definitely introducing more and more obstacles and stuff. Um, then I played this really... This is another Game Jam game, but not this Game Jam. This was a seven-day first-person shooter Game Jam from some time ago um, called Receiver, uh, which the Idle Thumbs guys talked about a lot this past week. It's it's that game where there's very detailed gun mechanics. I'm not sure if you guys have heard of this or, or played it. I've Well, I listened to the... Um the episode, so that's all yeah. I really know. Um, right off the bat, like it is, it is a game jam game, so the presentation and stuff is kind of stripped down. There's like no character on screen; you just kind of have this weird floating gun, and some of the aspects of the visuals and stuff are a little awkward. It also doesn't play super great on my PC. That might just be my like that might just be an issue with my laptop or something. Um, but I turned down all the stuff, got to kind of just experience the gun mechanics they're talking about, and it is really, really interesting to see that level of detail applied to that, because 
it feels completely different. And I've played many, many games where you're shooting at stuff, but this is just kind of like all these other little things you need to take into consideration. Like, it's just like, load your clip, pop it in there, pull the slide back, turn off the safety, and then line it up. And you're, you feel like really like, wow, I did something. If you actually successfully shoot something before it shoots you, because there's just all these little like kind of awkward handling that takes place. Like, it, much more so than other video games, reminds me of the actual experience of being at a shooting range or something and having to think about those things. Specifically the safety. Like, just that is a nice little touch that I thought was pretty cool. Um, there's three different guns in the game. They do kind of... They seem to load like start you off with not proper setup. Like, it's like you have half-empty clips for some reason, and sometimes you don't have a flashlight. And, like, the actual game structure that they're asking you to do is, like, basically get past these robot turrets and find all these tapes. I haven't found a single tape ever, and I've successfully hmm. shot a robot turret, like, twice. So, wait, what's, like, what's your goal? What, your goal your is purpose? to collect 11 tapes, um, okay. and I guess the story will kind of be revealed. I'm told it's extremely stupid storyline, but I'm, yeah. The, the real star of the show is just those mechanics, to the point where I kind of wish there was just, like, a shooting range in the game or something like just to kind of you can appreciate that stuff without like the weird clunky stealth action game that it's put into but yeah the actual handling of the weapon is what's interesting and i'd say it's yeah it it was five dollars it's only really interesting to people who kind of want to think about shooting shooter gameplay in a weird new way it's not that appealing on its own but there's some cool ideas in here um okay so my What's that called again? Receiver. Uh, it's by Wolffire, I guess, is the team. They're, they have it on Greenlight and stuff, but I kind of want them to polish it up <laughs> before they do that. It's not... I wouldn't call what's out available right now like a good thing. It's more just an interesting first step in an interesting direction or whatever, but, you know, it's it's out there. Um, worth, like, if... Yeah. Um, if you've been playing a lot of shooters and you kind of want to see something completely different that's in the same vein uh it, it might be worth looking into uh then i picked up and played a little bit of metroid other m all right what led to this uh i'm gonna probably say mega 64 <laughs> uh rocco apparently uh finally played through that and said it was actually really surprisingly good at some point which he did say though to, like you know he in his defense he said the first couple hours were kind of crappy and then he put it down for several months, and then he came back to it, and it was really enjoyable. So I'm probably still in those first couple hours, I'm guessing might be what's happening, because I'm not enjoying how combat-heavy it is. Like it's uh, just... It stays that way the whole time. Okay. Yeah, like, it's it's like, yeah, it's maybe at some point I'll just be like, alright, this is a Japanese action game starring Samus, and I'll get used to it or something, because the, the stuff I go to Metroid for is exploration, getting new items that enable you to explore new areas and stuff. This is just like, yo, fight these dudes. It's auto-aiming and all this stuff. It looks really nice, though, I'll say. Like, I'm playing it on my Wii U. I'm not sure if it's actually upscaling it or or what, but it, it looks pretty nice. Um, Does the Wii U upscale? I don't know. It's, it's, it's claiming 1080p is happening, which is really weird, because I know Wii is 480. So... This is... I don't think it's upscaling it to 1080p. I don't know. Um, sure. I, I've heard rumors that some people, some uh, companies might be doing something with the Wii U to make it do that for their games, but... It's Nintendo game. So... Mm. 
right? I don't think I go 1080 considering like Mario U. I don't even think went 1080. I think it only went 720. Like you're saying, I think like isn't Halo Galaxy? 4 like the only real 1080p game on the console? On consoles at all? Like this isn't. It, uh, yeah, uh, this was the thing. It's not true 1080 at any rate. I know that, but it it seems to be doing more than 480. So I'm kind of curious what it is. All I know is my monitor slash TV says 1080 in the corner. And it's just like, oh, weird. Okay. A lot of cuts. Well, like, it could probably do that, but it doesn't mean it's doing that. But it's not flickering to something else when I boot up Metroid, which it would normally do. Like, if I put in, like, a, I don't know, an Xbox original game, it'd just be like, yo, this is 480i. Like, it would just adjust to that. Whereas this is like, yo, 1080. I don't know. Whatever. All I know is it looks okay. There's a lot of cutscenes in it. I don't like Adam, that character that they introduce in this whole thing. Well, introduce is relative because he's been in the games before. Who? What? Where? Did you ever play Metroid Fusion? I did. Did they explicitly talk about Adam? Yeah, he's your companion in that game. Okay. He's the one who keeps giving you missions. Weird. All right. I did. I do. I did play that game, and people are kind of saying like, "Yo, you don't get to criticize this as being the first one because this other one did it." And I'm just like, "Oh, okay." I, I don't. Those aren't the parts of that game I remember. So that they kind of really leaned heavy on that. Like, well, I'm not saying that they were the good parts of the game. Yeah. But yeah. I'm just stating like, yeah, the first game that had Adam in it is Fusion because like that was the kind of the crux of the story. Yeah, this is not unprecedented, I guess. I still just I don't like that there was a point where it's just like, oh, Adam hasn't authorized uh, the use of bombs yet. Like it was just like gugh. Like this is that arbitrary thing that people complained about like 2 years ago when it came out. But whatever. And it just also like I guess the one thing is just really confined. Like it's just like Oh, well, I don't know where to go. Whatever, I'll just go backtrack. It's like, no, there's a force field here now. You can't go back. You have to deal with this problem now. And it's just like, oh, awesome. Like, it it definitely seems to kind of be not quite linearly guiding me around, but pretty much. And I'm not sure how I feel about that. I I was kind of in a Nintendo mood, I guess, because of Phantom Hourglass, but it just isn't quite doing the thing. Did Did you guys both beat it, or? Yep, I beat it. Okay. Other M? No, I... I'm trying to remember where I stopped. I remember I'm walking in, like, some building where, like, three or four of the guys are up at the top. Mm-hmm. They're, like... I talked to Anthony for a while, and it's like, yeah, meet me at the top, and I want to talk to you about something. That's all I remember. Okay, yeah. The, yeah, there's, like, your squad mates they seem to be pretty up on. Like, there's a menu to kind of see what they're doing and all that stuff. It's just... It's kind of weird preoccupations for a Metroid game. Like, I mostly am used to, like, you are alone on this creepy planet. You gotta kind of sink into that atmosphere and stuff. And this is like, no, you gotta crew of soldiers. It's like aliens or something. Like, it's just weird points of inspiration for a Metroid game. But maybe, maybe, you know, uh, maybe I'll... But it's cool that they did something so different, right? Yeah. Yeah. As someone who sometimes celebrates difference, as in Zelda games, like Majora's Mask and stuff, maybe this is a cool departure from formula and I should give it another try. I'll probably give it another try. I, I was enjoying how it was controlling and stuff. Um and yeah, it again it did look pretty nice. So yeah, whatever. Uh that's it for games that I played um this week. So let's move on to the few news stories we have. Um I guess first kind of, I guess I'm gonna say kind of a sad thing that happened. Uh the developers of Epic Mickey are no more. Uh, junction, junction point. Junction point. Yep. They shut down. Yeah. Which I guess not 
really surprising considering the lackluster sales of both of those games, but, you know, people don't have jobs now. I, I just heard that Epic Mickey 2 was really bad for, like, all the systems. Yeah, no, like, I, I, you know, when it first, I only saw the Wii U version, and it's like, oh, well, maybe it's just the frame rate issues, because it has particularly bad frame rate issues on that one, but um, I guess it's just kind of a sloppily designed thing in general, or co-op gameplay they kind of lean on heavy and just doesn't you know it has a cool art style and cool cutscenes and stuff but the actual act of playing it just wasn't really doing much for people I don't know I, I didn't actually dig into it very much uh, did did we any of us play the first one Epic Mickey Warren Spector's Epic Mickey I played a demo of it that's about it yeah, okay. I played a little bit of it at PAX that was it hmm. I always wanted to yeah and like I, I picked it up at like Walmart for like 10 bucks it was in their cheap bin so. Mm-hmm. so at some point you'll go take a look at that whole business. At some point, yeah. I guess Disney, like aside from this, actually, a bunch of other employees were let go within Disney Interactive. Um, that was kind of a weird side story to this. I, oh, I didn't I know noticed. about that. Yeah. Um, I guess they're kind of really focusing on Disney Infinity, that new thing. I watched a trailer for that. That just seems to be kind of like this weird multi-universe mashup game that has like a bunch of different characters in it from Pixar mostly. They're kind of leaning heavy on Pixar. Well, that's probably the more popular movies as of late. Uh, yeah. Pirates was in there too. Pirates of the Caribbean. Right. Pirates of the Caribbean. Jack. Jack was there. And Wreck-It Ralph was also there. Yeah. At the end, he shows up. Um. So. Yeah. And you know, at some point, they you might see Star Wars and Marvel. Yeah. It, it, it looks like they're going for a Skylanders type thing, like toys and reality. Yeah, that is what they are going for. Right. I'm just look. I'm. Just, I saw two and a half minutes of video or something, but. Yeah, five minutes maybe. How long was it? They're just playing this song. Whatever. I don't quite remember, but yeah, it's Skylanders for Disney. Yeah, Skylanders for Disney Which toys will probably sell gangbusters if it's done well. It yeah, if the game is interesting and I don't know. Well, I guess I don't think it's a Diablo style game like Skylanders is, but whatever. Who knows? Um, that that is kind of what Disney's focusing on, so they let go some people elsewhere. Um. What's happening with Sony, Sean, in February? So just this was earlier today. Okay. Some a, a weird little video showed up on their on the official Sony blog. Mm-hmm. It's about fifty seconds long, and it's just kind of the uh, square triangle circle X flying around, and then at the end it says February twentieth. Okay. So a lot of people are uh, thinking PlayStation Four announcement. Like just bef- like t- couple months before E3, like just get some of that news out there right now. I guess, yeah. All right. Just that's what people are thinking. You could really almost take anything relating to, I guess, PlayStation from it. You're right. So it's um, like we got a bunch of Vita games coming out. It's gonna be sweet. You could do that, but PlayStation yes, Plus is getting even gnarlier. We got free free stuff all around. It's amazing. Who knows? PlayStation Plus is pretty great. Uh, do you know what the latest game they added is? I haven't checked it in a little bit. Um, it was one that I was going to say, John, is it good because it's a ninja game or something? Ninja game? Wait, what? I can look it up. PlayStation I said Plus. it wasn't good or I said it no, is good? No, I was going to ask you if Yeah, it's you're good. the authority on ninja stuff, so we we're going to... It's not Muramasa the Demon Blade. No, it's not no it has ninja in the name. Ninja is not give Ninja me a, Blade. Give me a minute, I'll look it up. You guys Mini ninjas? Talking. No. Okay. Ninja, 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 ninja? I don't know. Did yes. Mark of the Ninja... No, that, that's not on PlayStation, is it? I think that's 360 only. Well, yeah. It's Steam. on Steam. It is on Steam. That's where I have it. But, okay, anyway. So, something PlayStation-related is coming out on February 20th. Uh, get get ready. 
Um, then a couple minor notes that I just wanted to add in there because we had like no news. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Five is coming out September seventeenth, so that's like I don't know five months, four months later than I had thought. But yeah, it was, it was supposed to be March, I believe. Or May, I believe, was it right? Because that's kind it of it was an M month. Okay, it, an I, M month in spring, and now it's an S month that's in the fall. So it's the only S month, right? Yeah. Calendars. Uh, I don't know. That I, I'm sure everyone knows that it's like one of the big games, so people talk about it. It's just like, oh, the thing I was looking forward to is now happening later. Oh well. Um, and then also to those following Swery65 on Twitter, you all know because he was updating you with photos. Uh, the Deadly Premonition Director's Cut press tour was happening. He was just traveling all around. So there's plenty of Swery. Ninja talk. Guide and Sigma Plus. There oh. you go. Well, That's yeah, free right it, now. it's supportive. It's an update to my favorite action game. Yeah. Guy in black. There you go. Well, that's free. It's that's right free. there. Slice up stuff. I think it was the first game I played on my Vita, actually. Cool. So there you go. PlayStation Plus. Wait, it's a Vita game? Yeah. No, they oh. ported it to the Vita. Interesting. Alright. Um, I swear he talked a lot on the internet, so check that out. Uh, also, the PlayStation release of that game is coming out soon. So, cool, cool. Are you picking it up, Nathan? You know, probably, although I do have my 360 back up and running, so I can play the original business again, but if there's new stuff in there, I'll probably, I'll probably check it out. Um, that guy's pretty great. Uh, questions. We have quite a few, actually, so yeah, get ready. Uh, this first one is from OnePress L2P. I noticed you didn't talk about Monolith Soft's new game that was revealed in Nintendo Direct. What are your thoughts on it? This is X. We just watched the trailer before the show, full transparency. Um, although John actually might have been paying more attention to it. Yeah, no, I, I saw it when it was originally out. Are you pretty excited? I guess. I haven't played Xenoblade, but Neither my friend I. keeps trying to convince me to play it. and I know that the, they make good games because they made Bait and Kaitos, which is one of my favorite GameCube RPGs. I do like Bait and Kaitos, and I didn't know that. So that's yeah, cool. Same guys. Did they make Origins as well? I forget if Origins was just Nintendo or Namco, but I believe it was them. Okay, just I have that one. But yeah, no, on the GameCube. I... This is GameCube games, yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Beaten yeah. Kaidos, I was thinking GameCube. So. Yeah, I'm pretty sure actually that was the point where they got bought by Nintendo as a second party developer. Okay, I yeah, I remember liking that first uh, that first Beaten Kaitos game and violin heavy battle music or something. It was kind of weird, but okay. Um, as for this new game. Monster Hunter or something? Like, what it, What are we... It Well, that's kind of also what Xenoblade looked like. Oh, okay. There's big But beasts. yeah, like, it is It is the same similar gameplay style, but with some other things to it, like the giant mech. Yeah. Yeah, there's a big mech in there. There's, like, the first couple seconds of the, the trailer are just dude running down the beach with, like, a big sword on his back, so it's just like, yo, Japan. It's just like, okay. Um, no, I, I guess the one of the points that just kind of like, ah, I don't know, Giant numbers coming off the dudes as you hit them. I don't like that very much, just as a thing. But really, yeah, you don't like knowing how much damage you're clocking on someone. Not, I don't know, not necessarily. It's don't just... play Nino Kuni. Oh, really? There's no way to. Yeah, I guess that is part of it. I, I don't know. Yeah, just... Monolith made all the Xenosaga games, uh, both Bait and Kaitos games, uh, some Super Robot Tyson games that we got over here on the DS. Oh, there's a, yeah, a little strategy. Uh, Disaster Day of Crisis and Xenoblade Chronicles was her last game that came out. Disaster Day of Crisis. Weird. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't know. HD Japanese RPG type thing looks kind of neat, but 
I don't know, not kind of outside of things I usually play. I kind of, I, I really, I really should focus on Dragon's Dogma. That might be my entryway into those kind of like you on a big world fighting big monsters thing with like loot lust and all that stuff. Maybe that'll be kind of my point of entry into that type of game. But because they kind of had Western elements in it too. Skyrim was an inspiration, guys. I like that game. The Skyrim, the Elder Scrolls. You love that game. Yeah, I know. So maybe maybe that'll work out. But I don't know. Generally, it looks neat. Um, they threw a bunch of names up on the screen of dudes that I'm assuming are pretty important. But okay. Um, next question is from Junkie GS. Do you think Nintendo will eventually add an Xbox Live-like system on Wii U in time to support some big titles like the new Smash Brothers? So like online stuff, multiplayer type business. Wait, what do they exactly mean by that? I don't know. Can't you play multiplayer online now? Yeah. So there kind of is, but it's a little weird. And you and you can send messages to people, but is there voice chat? It's like no. No, okay. it has voice chat in it game. Does. In game, it does. Yeah, because there's a mic right on this gamepad I'm looking at, and a camera. Yeah. So. There, there is in game voice chat. Like oh. Call of Duty has it. Okay. So there are kind of are some of the, those features in there. There are those two patches coming out though. Nintendo Direct mentioned that, right? Like there's they two... didn't say anything about online stuff. They said that's just going to help speed it up. Which, by the way, why do you need two firmware updates to do that? Um, just do it in the first one. What are you one, doing? One does something. Yeah, you get them out faster that way. <laughs> uh, great. I guess so. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. The 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 way Nintendo's handling online stuff definitely is a little awkward. But yeah. Um, and that new Smash Brothers is going to be quite some time away, right? They just kind of mentioned it. Hollow, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if it came out next year at the earliest. Yeah, so if you're just kind of well, worried, like... think of Brawl, wasn't that announced, like, three years, two years before it came out? Something like that. So? Uh, apparently the guys who work on it, Sakurai, he, uh, went on record stating that he wouldn't start working on it till Kid Icarus came out, because that's what his team was working on last. Mm-hmm. Right, so... So, like, it's only been a year of development so far. There's going to be at least another year. Okay. Are you thinking of any, like, is there any hot new Nintendo characters they could throw in there? Like, uh, they'll always update the Fire Emblem roster. Yeah, it's like Monita or something. Like, she's just going to be in there. Who's that? The monitor from Nintendo Land. Oh. I'm sure she'll be in there somewhere, not a character, I doubt. Like, just a trophy or something. Nintendo hasn't made very many new characters. Like, the Pushmo character is the only one that's coming to mind right now. Yeah. I guess they could add me support now, make just a generic me character. There's a new that brain would, training game coming out, so just have that doctor guy. Just his head. Yeah. He was in the last one as a, an assist trophy. They oh, could pull some they could pull some Wasn't new he? characters from No, that was Andros you're thinking of. That seems like oh, a weird yeah. thing to mistake. I, yeah, I'm thinking of Andros. Oh okay. Uh, okay. Kid Icarus Uprising, they could probably pull some characters from that. Like other non pit characters. They could finally add Waluigi. Yep, they could do that. Yeah, John's been. You should petition. You should. You should. Uh, there's already a petition, actually. So okay, good. Need to. All right. I was just but waiting. now they can put Tales of characters, right? Yeah, because the Tales of team is working on it. Oh. Yeah. So you got some Lloyd from Symphonia. Mm-hmm. Who do you think will be in it? Well, you think it'll be Lloyd? Well, I'm thinking uh, ones on Nintendo platforms, probably. So Lloyd. And whoever the main character from Abyss is. Um, I'll also say whatever the most recent Tales game, that main character. Zillia, I think is the most recent one. Or is it Grace's F? Well, we're getting Zillia soon, apparently. Okay, so. so I think Lloyd is for sure. Yeah, no, I think that's probably If they go with that. Tales characters, I think Lloyd has to be a for sure. 
I was trying to think. They, of what they could other... do some Golden Sun characters from the new Golden Sun. True, they could do Paper Mario. That, that would be kind of cool. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of what new characters Nintendo has revealed or done lately, and I'm looking at my 3DS stuff. And... Yeah, I'm looking at my 3DS stuff as well, and there's. 3D Land introduced new characters. My DS stuff. My Wii stuff. Star Fox. So they've already got Wolf, Falco, and Fox. That's they could put Fox. Crystal in there, even though she's not relevant. She, would, she would. She would actually play differently, at least. She would play. I was gonna say she'd play a lot differently. Yeah. No. No. Uh, no characters are really. Nathan, anyone you would here. like to see? I can't. Yeah, I've been trying to think. Like, th- there's. Stuff that just seems like it's licensed third party business. Like it's like, hey, Professor yeah. Layton's in. It's like, nah, it's not gonna happen. That would well, be sweet. I know. I could, I could see Professor. Layton And he has a sword quite often in the game. So perfect. There you go. I could, I could see Professor Layton being one of them. He, that would be, that would be really cool. And especially now that they've already made him polygonal. Hmm. I saw it. To, like Unwound Future is crazy cheap at Walmart right now. It's weird. Like, it's just... That's one. Of, I think that's my favorite. That is my favorite one. All no, right. sorry. The Spectre is my favorite one. Because it has that second game in it, but on one f- future I like quite a bit because you get to see future Luke. Okay. Cool. So yeah, there you go. Tip. Go check that game out. It's they could, they're probably going to put someone in from Xenoblade Chronicles. I just thought of that. It's easy because they have all swords and everything. There you go. Okay. And maybe Bayonetta. <laughs> maybe Bayonetta because she's now or, a Nintendo or character. Ryu from Ninja Gaiden. Now that Ninja Gaiden Three was published by Nintendo. Right, and they're buddies with Platinum now, so maybe there's some Platinum characters that'll be in there. Um, okay, there's a second question actually from uh, J- Junkie as well. Do you guys believe the Wii U will have long-term success or maintain some sort of success after Sony and Microsoft announce their consoles? If so, how do you think they'll be able to do- to achieve that? If Sony does announce their console on the 20th, uh, I think the Wii U is going to be in trouble. I think really? it's going to be just a lot like last generation where the Wii U is kind of in the background. Or if it's its own weird thing that kind of can still be catering to a different audience the whole time and I don't even know if it's a different audience this time because it doesn't it doesn't seem to have its casual hook yeah but I still yeah, think no, it's, the Wii it's U is trying to appeal to everyone this time so yeah I don't think it's going to be a headline for and, anyone and when uh, all the other companies move on to what Orbis and Durango Mm-hmm. Well, then, here, okay, Nathan, you you seem to be playing a lot of uh, third-party games on your Wii U. Yeah. Do you think you would switch to, for the new consoles, or is there something about the Wii U you're loving? Well, I guess I really do like the gamepad support, like having that portable option for stuff. Like, I wish the cave supported it. But what if I have an iPad, and Little Inferno is now out on the iPad? Yeah, and it is much less. So I I do I do acknowledge I'm in this weird niche market where it's like I don't have a tablet. This is the closest thing I have, and it has a joystick on it. So that's awesome. Like that person isn't like very that. There's not many of us out there. No, their kids are probably that person, right? I guess so. It I if they come up with like a strong downloadable presence or whatever, like they're getting a lot of indie stuff or whatever. That that would be. Probably the place I'd get that stuff if it has the gamepad support, just because I like having that as an option. Um, I just tamed a Bone Wrangler. Bone Wrangler. There you go. Well, actually, it's either Bone Wrangler or Bone Ranger. Let me mm-hmm. let me check. And just like some of the touchscreen possibilities Ranger. for like the the Wind Waker update and everything, like I'm kind of curious how they'll incorporate that stuff. Like if if at all. Are um, you guys picking that up? 
uh, yeah, dude. Like, I've, like, especially in light of how much I'm enjoying Phantom Hourglass, like, it's just like, if I could get big screen cel-shaded Link again, that'd be awesome. Like, I'm like, okay, pretty close on. to just Sorry playing to the interrupt. GameCube This game. is really important. Okay, okay. All right, okay. every time you pa- capture a familiar, yeah. you can name it, mm-hmm. but they usually have, like, a default name you can go with, and I just always go with their default name, but it's yeah. like a nickname. Okay. The Bone Ranger's nickname Bone Wrangler. Skeletor. Skeletor. That's no, pretty good. Skeletor. Oh, That's Skeletor. Okay. He's a, he's a skeleton with like a sword and shield, by the way. Okay. So game, mm. of, game of the year 2013. Like what? What's happening? <laughs> Put it on the list. It's a front runner. Sorry, you were saying something. <laughs> um. About Wind Waker. Wind Waker is pretty great. I will definitely check that out again, especially if they're gonna rejigger some of the late game stuff. Although I don't remember having as many issues with the sword, like the looking for the Triforce, you know, that kind of ship sailing business. But I guess people hated that pacing. I don't know. That's what everyone seems to. Say. Actually, but, that's I played that game three times, never finished it because my memory card always corrupted. Hmm. I actually only ever got to the Triforce fishing once, and then that corrupted for the last time, and I was like, I can't do it again. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's a lot of game to go over again and again and again. So, so is it all po- is that well poisoned for you? Then you're not going to check out. The I don't order. think so, but at the same time, like I picked up Ocarina of Time on my 3DS, mm-hmm. and I hardly played it. Okay. Yeah, maybe it's just like a you know people have passing phases with Zelda games. Like I was definitely I haven't out bought of any it other HD remakes for a long time, but now I'm kind of keen. Again, it's weird. It's weird how that happens, but... I don't know. John, what do you think? Are you up for some Zelda dungeon spelunking? Getting your tr- hook shot? Wind-, Wind Waker again? Wind Waker again, dude? You got the camera? You can take pictures of anything, and it becomes a little Wait, trophy. the hook shot isn't in it. It's yeah, like a it grappling is. hook. It's like there's some weird hookshot-esque thing. Yeah, there's like the claw. Yeah. Oh, right. It's like a three-prong thing, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to get it. Okay. I might I might pick it up on the cheap, but then again, it's a Nintendo-made game, so I'll, I'll just say this: it'll depend on the price point. Because okay. I already have Wind Waker. So if they're like, "Hey, it's an older game," it's like thirty bucks, forty bucks. I'd I'd be more inclined to pick it up in the thirty to forty range. Okay. Than I would be for a full price sixty. That would be even though I could understand the logic behind charging sixty for it. Yeah, it's it's been ten years. We did a lot of stuff to it. People haven't played it. Well, yeah. That's the thing; they may have not done anything to it. It may just be like a kind of like a like an overlay put on top. All the polygonal polygons seem to be the same. Yeah, it's like we threw some light bloom on it. That, that's the thing a lot of people are complaining about, so... I don't know. I, I'll, I'll need to see more of it, but it's a it's a game I have some affection for, so... We'll see. Um, Do, you, do I think Nintendo will succeed long-term? I, I, I am getting some weird kind of GameCube vibes off this thing, in terms of, like, how this generation's gonna go, but... Maybe, maybe. Do you think it? Do you think it's got a place? Do you think it's going to do okay? I, I've always liked my Nintendo platform, but it's never my core platform. So okay, except for handhelds, it's always my core handheld. Actually, that's not even true because that's my phone. So it is always like my secondary. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see. I guess I, I hope they, I hope it works out. They, they do some cool stuff. Um, next question is from Allison. Got my money for Fire Emblem. Can't wait for more serious game for Nintendo. What games are you looking forward to in the near future post Fire Emblem? I, I will state right now, Fire Emblem kind of gets goofy later on from what I'm hearing and seeing in a lot of the early reviews. So 
Oh, so the you, serious you might tone. not be seeing. Yeah, there's a serious tone to it, but I think at the same time there's like a playfulness to it. Okay. I think I'm okay with that. Yeah. No, it, it's a good mix. I like so. I love Fire Emblem. So. Uh, I'm just I'm just thinking so ahead games a bit. coming out. I'm excited for Wonderful 101. Mm-hmm. Yep. I I know one Sean's excited for. What uh, else? Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Oh yeah, that's late February. I guess that's that's kind of a that's a bit interesting. I'm a little like oh, I don't know maybe. Like What's some... the other one I'm excited for? Uh, Tomb Raider. It's March 5th. Oh yes, I am excited for that. I was actually kind of curious. Judgment. Like, do you have a lot of history with that series, or is it just because they're they're doing different stuff with it and the idea of like a survival jungle game or something sounds? It, yeah, cool. that it just I just think it looks really cool. Okay, I did recently hear like Metroid type structure, and that sounds pretty cool. I didn't know that. But in, like, a 3D environment? Yeah. Like, so, I'm like, Arkami, maybe, or something, how it plays out? I'm not sure, but... Yeah, okay. There's some sort of hub world or something by... Professor Layton in the fall! This is just tweets I've read, but... Professor Layton, again? There's another one? Is it... There's a final one. Oh, okay. And despite Miracle Mask, yeah, we talked about this, you're you're still gonna give it another yeah, go. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. They could do whatever in a, a bio-lightning game. Okay. Are you are you still? Did you finish Miracle Mask or did you stall out oh, yeah. on it? Okay. Cool. Cool. Um. All right. Other stuff. Looking forward to. Um. I don't know. Yeah. The, the, those are near future. Uh, you know what? Like, despite kind of having a certain indifference towards a lot of it, I, I might check out Bioshock Infinite. I mean, it's, I, I'm looking forward to that too. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I think I'm curious enough how how the original studio that did that thing will. I was okay with Bioshock too. So. I didn't, yeah, it was okay. It wasn't bad. Um, so yeah, that's another kind of point of interest, but not when I'm like, oh man, gotta go pre-order. Gotta New Pokemon my... game. New Pokemon game. I'm trying to think if there's any indie stuff that's like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Th- those kind of Isn't, just come did you out. say Hotline Miami 2 is happening? Eventually, at some point. That's not soon. We, we already talked about some of that on the next, like the game of the year stuff. So, alright. Sure. Next question is from uh, Zach. Is John completely insane? What's with playing and enjoying Sonic 2006? Emphasis on the enjoying part. That's the part people the part people are having trouble with. People are shouting at you on Twitter and stuff too. Um, do you want to kind of just have a little statement on that? Do you have a statement? It's just a game, guys. Jeez. It's just a game, guys. Jeez. Okay, that's fair. Can we quote you on that? Sure. Put it on the box. <laughs> on the box of Sonic 06? It's just a yeah. game, guys. Jeez. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I, I don't know. I haven't played it. But the loading times, though, that's another issue, right? Kind of, right? A little waiting around. It's not... It's not as bad on the 360 version, but maybe it's because I also have it installed that it's going a tiny bit faster. Okay. Oh, yeah, and they wouldn't have had that back in the day. Yeah. Although, I I don't think... I, from what I've heard, I don't think it's that much of an improvement, but I've... Whenever I'm loading a level, I'll just look at my computer, and then by the time I look back, it's already in the stage. Okay. All right, so lighten up, I guess. It's it's just a video game. Uh, next question is from Connor. I guess this is the last question we have this week. Um, we'll be seeing a new 3D Mario game and a new Mario Kart at this year's E3. What would you like to see implemented? Like, how would you like to see them change up the, those formulas? This is a good question. Especially for Mario Kart. Like, that needs some shaking up, yeah? Yeah. I like 7... Just because it like wasn't Wii, but we had motorcycles, so that was trying like, to I don't do care. something. It was also had like what twelve people racing at once. That sounds pretty good, right? That's a lot no, of people. I didn't enjoy that at all. Oh, okay. What would you What would you bring to the formula? Better what battle like, modes, and I don't want this to be the next one though. I would like it to maybe be like the one after that. 
Okay. Because I want something new, mm-hmm. but I love Double Dash. Okay. So I want a Double Dash 2 at some point, but I, I don't want that to be the next one, because that just seems like an easy way to do, like, hey, look, we did something new. I'd rather them do something really new, and then do Double Dash when, you know, maybe the one after that. What's something really new you can do with the kart racing formula, though? Like, not all that much, honestly. Like, there's been uh, creating tracks and like that that PlayStation One. Um, what I what I do want them to do is bring back battle mode back to normal. Well, because what have they Wii done to one, it? In since? the Wii One, they made it force teams. Oh, weird. I want th- I want free for all. I want free for all back. I don't know in the 3DS one. I think the 3DS one went back to normal. I think it was normal as well. Yeah. Okay. But I, yeah, I, I didn't like that about Mario Kart, Kart 8. Eight. You do you do or don't want it called I, Eight? I do. Really? Yeah. Just them weirdly adopting numbers like deep into yep. the franchise. It's yeah. either that or it's Mario Kart Wii U, which is what it actually probably will be. So don't do that. You're saying like don't if you that. have to choose, just put an eight on it. That's better than yeah. It's also better than just you, Mario Kart U. Yeah, I guess so. I'm trying to yeah. I guess better battle mode. I'm I don't really know what I'd. Crazier cast of characters. Do the you know do the whole Smash Brothers model, but with character got Link driving a cart. It's so crazy. Make a Nintendo cart. How about that? But then, it, but then it can't be Mario Kart, right? Well, it's him and his buddies. It's him and his friend and Samus. They're hanging out driving carts. That would be like Super Kart Bros. Yeah, or like the Sonic one. It's like still Sonic in the name, but then it's like, hey, Virtual Fighters here. But that's Sega. All-Stars. Sonic yeah, and Sega Sonic All-Stars. Sonic and the Sega All-Stars. So it's like Nintendo... So Mario and Nintendo All-Stars. Yeah. And then you have a, a game with Nintendo, like All-Stars in the title again, because Mario All-Stars was a great game. So you get all that nostalgia. I don't know. I remember Mar- Double Dash having like a ton of shortcuts in all their levels, and they mm-hmm. didn't seem to have as many in, as recently. So more some some of the seven tracks had some good shortcuts, but I remember that the double dash like every track had at least one, I think. No, yeah, that sounds right. Even that yeah. baby one. Ugh. Maybe not the baby part, but I, you could understand why. I guess everyone seems to really. I enjoy I that. miss that track to be honest. People say yeah, people say it's really fun. It's just crazy chaos. Give me a there. Mario Kart. Okay, I Sean, you're the one who really likes all cup mode, right? Yes, I do. Do you want them to bring back all cup mode? Yes. Okay, I'd I'd kind of be down for that too, but now that they have the like the old cups as well, they need to have an all cup, a classic all cup, and a double all cup, a double cup. Yeah, all Mario Kart two cups, two cart one cup. Ugh, I just yeah, come on, Sean. <laughs> um. Took me a second, and then I was just like, did Sean just do that? Yeah, okay. Alright, we've talked about Mario Kart Reform. What about, like, 3D Mario platforming? Like, Galaxy-type stuff. John, you love Galaxy 2. Mm-hmm. How do you want them to change? Do you want them to change it? Do you want to be even crazier? Like, I want that kind of difficulty. Okay. Um, I don't want half the stars to be just randomly strewn around the stage. So that's a little lazy. Don't, don't do that. I don't know if it's lazy. Like, some of it was just like, okay, yeah, it's Somewhere on the stage, find it. Mm. I don't know. That that sounds like it could be fun. I, I was trying to play the the first Galaxy again, and it I, it was a little hard to find out where the stars I still needed were. It was kind of a weird thing. I was just like going into different worlds. Is there a stat screen in that? Maybe I was crazy. 
I was just doing it wrong. Well, stat is in, like, show you what stages have what stars. Yeah. That you've picked up. Yeah. Okay. Like, the ones with the little tail behind them, are those, like, special challenges? Those are comets, yeah. So, like, there's something special about the stage, like... Like a secret area? Oh, you have to collect all these purple coins, or you have a time limit. Or you have to do it in only a minute. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, Yeah, I generally like... I don't think there's anything I could really say that I want, because they're doing a pretty good job. With the 3D stuff, like 3D Land and the Galaxy games. So I'm fine with them just kind of going at what they've been doing. I did kind of like the storybook thing they did with the first Galaxy that they kind of stripped out subsequently, because I guess Miyamoto, Miyamoto hates stories or something. He basically is like, I don't want that in there. And Yoshiaki right. Koizumi's like, I snuck it in there at the last minute. And he's just like, well, we got to pull that out of there. Like, there was these weird kind of conversations happening. And just because you snuck it in, I'm going to pull out your story out of Paper Mario. Yeah, just cutting it down. None of that. That was Miyamoto, apparently, wasn't it? Yeah. That dude hates story if for some reason. I don't know. Or at least that manner of telling story, maybe, is the thing. I'm not sure. He's He's got thoughts. He's been in this industry for a bit, though. You know, he's, he's entitled to some opinions on that. But, okay. Um, 3D Mario platforming, I'm not really sure. I did like space, but I'm not sure where else you can go. Ta- time travel. This Mario, you got Baby Mario. Don't put Baby Mario in it. Don't do that. Never mind. I suppose That's going to happen. That's going to happen. You know it. Um, they need light class characters. Ah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I can't really think Wait, of any way. Light class really... characters? You talking about Mario Kart again? Yeah. Well, I'm just saying Na- that. Nathan's talking about th- just the Mario game. Oh, well, yeah. Well, they're not. Yeah, they're not going to do that. They haven't. Well, they did time travel in like Mario and Luigi, so I'm just like. Yeah, that's an RPG one though. Right. I'm or saying, like, they time travel and you get old man Mario, and he finally like rests and settles down, and it's this really great moment, kind of like Assassin's Creed Revelation. Okay. So it's just Mario relaxing. He, again. He, fi- he, fi- he takes off his hat and he finally hangs it up. Or just do, yeah, do follow up to Sunshine where he goes on vacation. Yeah, uh-huh. you know what? There. Sunshine 2, because I liked Sunshine. Yeah, there seems to be a growing contingent of people being like, wait a minute, Sunshine was actually good. It's weird. What is coming? What is suddenly going on with like people just being like, GameCube, we'll support the GameCube now that it's. I think years what happened late. is it was weird, and everyone was like, um, I don't like different, so I'm going to go to this I'm weird not play you anymore. And they were like, and Nintendo was all, we're, we're sorry, we're really sorry, here, it's just, the, here's the same stuff you wanted, and then we were happy for a bit, and they were like, you want more of the exact same stuff, right? And we were like, no, no we don't. So they did that for like five more years, and we were like, oh man, Nintendo sucks, and they're like, okay, maybe we should try that one thing they didn't like, and we're all like, yay, because we're all dicks. <laughs> <laughs> so there's like somehow it's the timeline is folded back and we're back in the GameCube era of the Nintendo. But curve. now we're liking it, and I bet Nintendo is just like pulling out their hair and being like, like "Why is like, everyone an asshole?" It's like we did this already. Like we did the Game Boy Advance connectivity, and you didn't give a crap. And now it's like, "Hey, two screens, yeah." Like what? What happened? Maybe, maybe that's part of it. I don't know. Well, like, I, next year, e-reader comes back, and everyone's like, "This thing was the shit." <sighs> God, I hope the e-reader does not make a comeback. <laughs> That'd be so bad. I only really remember it because it's still part of Animal Crossing. So there, there yep. there's that little like ATM in the. I actually used it for a uh, Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire had a thing as well. Hmm. You could use it for to get to like a special island, and there was a legendary Pokemon there. Came with your copy of Nintendo Power. Cool. So yeah, Nintendo. I I don't know. I don't have any cool platforming ideas for. Uh... The new Mario game, just kind of just do what you're doing, I guess, in light of what I've heard of 3D lands. So just keep it, keep it, keep it, keep it like that. Um, that's it for questions. Uh, if you want to email us, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com, uh, TDP podcast on Twitter, 
or check out Facebook, uh, the Facebook group there. Uh, games of the week. Want to go around games? Games of the week. Hey guys, if you're enjoying the podcast, oh yeah, like us on Facebook. <laughs> That's or review thing. us on iTunes. Even if you're not liking it, you can still review us on iTunes. Right. Just like, give, but give us and some constructive feedback. To those feedback. who have already done so, thank you. All right. Um, I tip my hat. Have they? Have people actually? Yeah. Oh wow. Thank you. Get a nod and a wink. <laughs> I am nodding and winking right now. Yep, there you go. And um, just think, if you guys, if you, for those of you who haven't done it, you could earn a nod and a wink. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So, think about that. All right, game of the week. Games of the week. Uh, John, Sonic 2006, huh? Amazing. No. I'm, just uh, I'm pretty sure it's Fire Emblem. You, okay. You can't sit. You've hardly played it. I've still played it. All right. Well, fine. Then Adventure Time, if I can't pick that. All right. Adventure Time. Hey, Ice King, why do you steal our garbage? John's game of the week. For... That's such a good name. It is a pretty good name. Like, I saw that at E3, and I had to kind of just be like, (laughs) good job, PR people. You did it. But, yeah. Um, Okay. So, Adventure Time, Sean. I'm going to give it to Nino Cooney. All right. It was too big a deal last week, but now it's Nino Cooney. I've played more in comparison to last week's. That's true. Okay. Man, now I'm trying to – I'm just looking at my list here. It's like – Stuff I like, stuff I thought was weird. It's like Cube Crusade. Game, the game you made. Yeah, I'm just gonna my game. I'm not gonna do that. Um, I'm probably gonna just for like weirdness. I'm gonna say Receiver. Like it was the most interesting take on a thing, an old thing. But it's kind of a qualified recommendation because again, it's only interesting if you want to kind of subvert shooting mechanics. But it was still kind of weird. So, yeah. I'll stick with that. I, I mean, it would really probably be Zelda because I'm playing it all the time, but I gave it to it last week. So you can give it to it in multiple weeks. All right, I'll do that then. Because yeah, the only rules of game of the week is there can only be one. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. So forget it. Receivers too weird. Uh, Legend of Zelda: Phantom Hourglass is pretty great. So that's two weeks in a row, number one on the charts. Ch- check it out. Um, that's it. Uh, see, see you in February.